headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. The phone number is 888-825-5225. Jenny is in Orange County starting off this hour. Hi, Jenny. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Mr. Ramsey. Thank you so much for taking our call. Um, I just wanted to uh, say, first of all, thank you so much for your show and for the advice that you give. Um, Thanks to you, you've helped us to be out of debt. Our home is paid off. Wow. And um, um, yes. Good for you. Way to go. So so thank you. You're 100% Um, debt free. Baby step seven. Yes, sir. Wow. Way to go. Whoop, 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 whoop. What's this um, house in that, Orange yeah. County, California worth? Um, I think if you were to go on uh, uh, websites, it would probably list at about between 1.4 or 1.5. You're so, yeah, amazing. I'm so incredibly grateful. <laughs> Way to go. Um, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Um, our question is, we're both in our mid-50s. Um, like I said, our home is paid off. We have no debt. and We're fairly new Ramsey followers, and we feel like even though we've started a little bit late towards savings for retirement, we're maxing out in terms of our 401k, uh, backdoor Roth, uh, beyond 15%. Um, but we have about $25,000 discretionary beyond the savings. Uh, beyond our emergency savings, and we feel like we've put off for so long some non-urgent house repairs, um, uh, fencing, uh, maybe a possible car purchase, replacing a nearly 30-year-old refrigerator. Talk to us about guilt-free spending now, (laughs) because we feel that um, it's, when you think about retiring in Orange County, it's seems like the cost of living is just so high that um, should we just be constantly saving towards it, like the way we've been trying to be out of debt? Or now can we take a deep breath and start putting some money into non-saving? I think that you can take a deep breath. I think that you've done so, so, (laughs) so very well and that you need to internalize that. You've done well. You've paid off your debt. You've paid off your home. And you're in your mid 50s and you're doing just exactly what you're supposed to be doing, which is now you are able to chunk more money into retirement and you're doing that. Are you maxing out those accounts? We are. We've already maxed out for the Roth, uh, for our IRAs. Uh, We do as much as we can for Mm our 401k and we're even doing backdoor Roth because we feel we have extra to throw at it. How much do you have in retirement savings right now? Um, uh, we were starting late right now in cash that we have invested. We have about 150, but my husband is works for the state and has about could count on about 630 for a lump sum payout in lieu of a pension if we were to choose that option. So mm-hmm. total, we feel we could have about 750. And our okay, and your household is income is what? Uh, about a hundred, short of a hundred, closer to ninety-five. Okay, so let's call it a hundred thousand dollars a year, and you have a two and a half million dollar net worth, and you're in your fifties. That's called buy a new uh-huh. refrigerator today. 
<laughs> Go buy a refrigerator <laughs> and today. Buy, buy, buy whatever one you want. <laughs> Anything you want. Yeah. I guess we're thinking, oh my gosh, when we still have about, we'd like to have close to about a million dollars before you, you're we gonna have. You'll be fi- yeah. You're gonna have. You've got okay. the six hundred fifty. Yeah. Yes, one hundred percent. How old are you? Fifty five. If we're in our mid fifties, yes. Yeah. So the house is going to go up in value. The current amounts you're putting in are going to go up in value. Uh, the pension's going to go up in value less, but it will still go up in value before yeah, he cashes it out. Mm-hmm. But the uh, all of that's going to continue to increase, and so. You know, when you're 65, you're probably looking at about a $10 million net worth at the current track you're on. Okay. It yeah. doesn't feel like it. I but. know. <laughs> I, 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 this wasn't a feeling. This was mathematics. Mm-hmm. Have okay. you ever sat down and just played with a investment calculator just to see how no, the numbers go? we don't. Actually, and I'll be honest with you, we are very, very late to investing. That's our, well, we that's why I want you to do this. Somewhat, I want you, to, right, when you we, get off the phone, I want you to just Google, go on Ramsey so Solutions. I don't want you to go on a spending splur. You didn't get elected to Congress, okay? You're not going to go crazy. But buying a refrigerator is not going to mess you up when you have a $2.5 million net worth, okay? Buying a better car is not going to mess you up. Putting some money into this and updating the house a little bit is not going to mess you up. All of that together is less than a hundred thousand dollars, isn't mm-hmm. it? Refrigerator plus car plus home repairs less than a hundred thousand, yes or no? Did I lose her? I think you might have lost her. I think I lost her. Well it I'll answer your question. The answer is yes, yes. Dave. And yes, you're and it's gonna, gonna break okay. it's not gonna break her world. Yeah. She's gonna be just fine. Play with an investment calculator, people. If you've never done that, it is so good for your mind because we're sitting here telling you the numbers, but to see for yourself what happens when you put certain amounts away for certain periods of time, it's just good for your brain to see that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, again, the normal process is that you move from unaware of how stupid you've been, me, (laughs) I remember that process myself, to going, oh, God, I'm the dumbest human on the planet. I've messed this up. I'll never recover. I've got to go crazy. Mm -hmm. And you go crazy Mm -hmm. for a period of years, gazelle intense, Mm -hmm. beans and rice, rice and beans. You're totally game on. We're not not going on vacation. We're not eating out. We're getting this mess cleaned up. And because your body is running at that rate, your metabolism is running at that rate, then it's hard to slow down when you come through that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and because when you come through being debt free other than the house and then you come through getting the house paid off, you look up and you go, wow. Wow. And, and you're breathing a little differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it takes a little while for your emotions to catch up with the actual reality of your new math where you've ended yes. up. Yes, because that old person, it's like that old person still lives inside of you and you have to persuade them that things are okay now <laughs> yeah yeah and, you know? and, uh, and and you know and uh, it's weird because you had to persuade the stupid person yes earlier that they're not okay yes you know <laughs> right like this sucks and yeah. you're like i'm okay with sucks mm-hmm. no you're not be stupid don't be stupid get with it go 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 clean the mess up 
But then when you get the other side of it, you got to look up and go, okay, what's the math telling me? That's right. I can afford to go on vacation. What's the math telling me? I can afford to upgrade the car. What's the math telling me? I'm getting rid of a 30-year-old refrigerator today. Please, please do it. Please. God, that's awful. That was terrible. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Debbie is with us in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hi, Debbie. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. What's up? My husband and I have two grown children. Our daughter is married and rents a home independently. Our son is also grown, but he lives with us, but he does pay rent. They both would love to be able to find homes of their own. They've been unable to do that because of the market and just their personal finances. They would love to live close to us as we would love for them to live close to us as well. So in November, some land came available, some acreage came available very close to us. And my husband and I bought it. Our home was paid for, but we used an old HELOC that we had there to purchase the land because we didn't have enough cash to buy it outright. So since then, um, the rates on the HELOC have more than doubled, which means our payment has more than doubled. Um, the kids would still, we all still feel the same. We'd all still love for everybody to be able to build or do something out there on that land. But financially, they're just not ready. So my question is, do we refinance this? Because the land is paid for, but now we're back in the mortgage situation. Um, so do we refinance this? Do we roll it into a fixed rate mortgage and just work at paying it off? Or do we sell it? Wow. What is the land worth? Um, probably about 200000 How big is your HELOC? Uh, 250 why did you borrow 50 more than the land was worth to buy the land when the house was, was paid for? That was just, that was a, like a business expense. And the land may a be worth business more than that. I'm sorry, a business expense? What do you mean? We have um, um, a handyman service, and the truck that we used died, and so we did use it for that. Okay. So you bought a fifty thousand dollar truck that you couldn't afford. You bought a fifty thousand dollar truck that you couldn't afford, and you bought a two hundred thousand dollar piece of ground you couldn't afford. 
could we not afford it since our home was paid for? You couldn't I afford mean, You didn't have the money to pay for that it. That mean, by definition, that means you couldn't pay afford it if you didn't have the money to pay for it. Your your business is not making enough money to justify a fifty thousand dollar truck. You know, how I know that because you didn't have fifty thousand dollars. Yes, we did. Why did you borrow money then? Taxes. Taxes. What's taxes mean? <clears throat> well, you, I mean. If we have no tax deductions, then we're paying more and more and more and more in taxes. Do you not know how a tax deduction works? If you write off $10,000, it saves you $2,500. You have to give the bank 10000 to keep from sending the government 2500 You don't go in debt to create a tax deduction. That's trading a dollar for a quarter. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, you need to sell the land. So we've talked to the kids about this land they don't get, they don't get a vote they're broke okay so we just need to say sorry we made a mistake we're going to sell it yeah, that's right because they can't uh, afford to buy house this whole this whole thing that you guys have concocted not it, it's not working it's not real yeah. it's not real you've gone into debt for this you've got bad practices and then it's all on the stream that the kids are going to one day build houses on this land but you've said they're not ready to no one is ready and financially able to do any of the things None that of you're you speaking are. about. You're not, and they're not. And so this is a wish. It's not a, it's not yeah. a realistic prognosis. And if, I, you, if you were sitting on 3 or $4 million and you wanted to play this out, then I would just question whether you're being an enabler for kids that aren't handling money well. But mm-hmm. beyond that, we don't even need to get to that because none, none of the three of you have the money to do this deal. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you what the next step was, Dave. The next step was they would have financed those down payments for those kids if they could. Yeah, that's where this was. That's heading. where it's headed. It's heading worse. Yeah. 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 Got to so, let it go. I'm sorry. Uh, I would not have uh, a mortgage on my home for a piece of land ever, but I for sure wouldn't in this situation because it's not going. This family compound dream is probably never going to happen, and if it does, it's ten or fifteen years from now. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just not a, it's not a process. You, the kids are going to be much better off to le- to build themselves a self-sustaining life without mommy and daddy doing it and just live nearby. That's right. Uh, all and- of my kids live within, uh, I don't know, 30 or 40 minutes of me. Um, but they don't live in my backyard. None of them would want to probably. But um, well, there's a certain amount of pressure that she's that they're placing on the kids when you say hey i bought this tract of land then there's also this okay i guess family compound we gotta do you know i've got i've worked through several family compound issues over the years and i don't want one because here's what happens divorce and now the ex-daughter-in-law is your next door neighbor because your son lost the divorce. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's terrible. Yeah, that's not good. Mom, you know, uh, we got an offer to make a half a million dollars a year more in Seattle. So we are leaving yep. Charlotte. That's what I'm saying. And uh, guess what? You sell that house to who? A stranger. Yeah. In the family compound. And how and much some of those strangers are feel? strange. Yeah. Strange strangers. And you get a strange stranger as your next door neighbor, right? And then now, now you know Thanksgiving really tastes different. Now I'm just telling you that these things don't end well. I, they're, they're, some people pull it off, but I'm, 
I've just seen all the messes. And that's if this worked and if you guys weren't broke, Debbie, but y'all are broke. It doesn't work. None of you have got the money to pull this off. You couldn't even buy a $50,000. Oh, you could buy a $50,000 truck, but you didn't. So, by the way, take the $50,000 from your business that you had to buy the truck with and pay down the home equity loan so that when the land sells, it pays off the rest of it and put the land on the market. I don't think mama's going to do that. I don't think she's going to do it either, but it's the right thing to do. It you is. shouldn't have called here if you didn't want the truth. Because we love you so much. We do. We want the best for you. We're going to tell you the truth. Yeah. We're. Get rid of that land. Devastating truth tellers. <laughs> Tim's in Boise. Hi, Tim. How are you? Hi, Dave. Hi, Jade. Hi. Thanks for having me on. Sure. What's up? Um, my question is, my wife and I signed three-year contracts. We are both veterinarians. Um, we work for the same business, same privately owned business. And our contract ends in about 12, 13 months. It's been a pretty toxic work environment. Been a really rough two years for us. So we're planning to not re-sign. Mm-hmm. And we are 50% of the vet force at our clinic. So Do you know where you're going to land? At this point, um, we have a couple ideas a little closer to family. Okay. Oh, so you're uh, going to make a move from a different city? Yes. It okay. will It'll be a move across the state. Okay. And you think you're going um, to open a practice or buy into a practice or what? It's probably just get more associate jobs. Uh, my wife wants to go to part-time so she can spend more time with our daughter, and I will probably get a full-time position as an associate. Okay. All right, cool. All right. Yeah, so, so what's your question? question? I have question I have is how do we go about when and how to tell our bosses we're not planning to resign? You know, they have – quite a bit of power complex where we're concerned that they're going to make our lives pretty miserable if we tell them too soon, but we don't, we want to be ethical about it. You know, we don't have yeah. to necessarily. I don't make my decisions based on them. I make my decisions based on me. Okay. And what I do is I treat business ethics is answered by one thing. Almost always do unto others. as you'd have them do unto you treat other people like you'd want to be treated. If the roles were reversed and you had a team member that thought you were a jerk, what would you want that team member to t- when would you want that team member to tell you right. to, the answer is today okay. i would i would i would sit down with them before the week was over and say this simple we're planning at the end of our contract to move back and be near family and so i wanted to give you as much notice as i could so that we could be as helpful as we can be in the transition okay that's simple this is you being classy they choose not to be classy, then you may have to make a decision to leave early if they're going to be out of control. Because I'm not going to be abused in a work situation. Uh, you take that contract and use it for toilet paper, I'm not going to stick around. So, But hopefully you can create a classy situation. But this is about you having class, not about mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't control what they're going to do. And they're probably going to act up, let's yeah, be honest. kind of know they're going to. That's why we're leaving. Jade Walshaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. Well, the stock market's been rough lately. It's been up, it's been down, and it's basically about where it was a year ago. But it was a wild ride to get to even. Uh, The facts are, if you invest $200 a month from age 25 to age 65, you'll have between a million and $2 million. No, that's not too good to be true. That's based on the long-term average return 
of the S&P 500. Now, if you're not 25, well, that's okay. You can still get started. A huge predictor of investing success is that you actually invest. (laughs) So get a pro in your corner to help you get started. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash SmartVestor. Our SmartVestor pros are people that have the heart of a teacher, do things the way that we teach around here. They don't work for us, but we recommend them. They'll drop down a, uh, a list of the SmartVestor pros in your area. You can meet with all the different ones and decide which one you want, which one you uh, match up with the best. You pick. RamseySolutions.com slash SmartVestor. They'll guide you through the ups and uh, the downs of the market. Louise is in New York City. Hi, Louise. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hello, Dave. Thank you very much for taking my call. Boy, I sure need your advice. We'll try. How can we help? Okay. Well, let's just say in the past, I'm 68 years old, and right now in the past, my investments, anything I ever did was, let's just say it would make you cringe as far as money goes. However, at this age in my life, I'm about three years from retirement. I mean, I can retire now. I'm working. I have Social Security and a small pension. I'm taking all at once. The question I have is this. I have a small mortgage on my house and a car that I'm leasing. Those are really the only debts that I have right now. And in my bank account, let's just say 125 I want to pay off the house and then start putting that money into like the 401k for these next three years. But people are like, every time when they see money around here, it's like, no, 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 I can invest in this. I can invest in that. So I'm not too sure what I should do. Should I just wait till I retire then pay off my house? Why do you want to wait till retirement to be free? Um, the question is, and here's the other thing that maybe I'm just old school. Don't know really, honestly, ignorance. I worry about the income that I am having coming in right now, working full time, collecting social security and a small pension all at once, putting money in the bank. Then I won't have anything to claim just me on your taxes. Yes, on that, on anything. I mean, does that matter? So then I would have to really make sure so that I am not paying extra. I would have to really sit you, down. You're with not claiming good. anything now. You're not itemizing. You're taking standard deduction now, aren't you? I believe so. I'm yeah, I think you are. You're, you have a small mortgage and a car lease that's not deductible. The mortgage right. is, the interest is. What's the balance on your mortgage? Right now it's seventy three thousand. And what's your interest rate? Uh, four point two. Okay. So four times seven, so twenty eight hundred bucks, is your annual interest. You're not claim. You're not claiming that. That's not enough to be your your standard deduction is probably fifteen or eighteen thousand bucks. You're taking standard deduction, so you get no tax benefit whatsoever from this house mortgage. Okay. Okay. And you certainly so don't from the and car and car leases aren't deductible, right? That I that I know. So by paying this off, you and just then don't mining, give the bank three thousand dollars a year in interest, which would be kind of nice. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> how much but is now, in your saving? How, how, how much is in your account? How much money you got? You said you had a hundred. How much? Uh, right now, I have a hundred and one twenty. Pay off your mortgage and your car today. All right, all right. How's now, that? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Breathe that in. What's it feel like to have no payments? 
Oh, it sounds good. Yeah. You know, now, now what are we going to do? We're rich now because you got all your income to start investing. Okay. That's the thing, though, with the investment, because everybody I meet wants to take the money and put it here, put it here, put it, lock it up for three years. Lock why it up why are you set. wanting to meet with people like that? I don't know, because that's who I seem to run into when I go to my well, bank. Well, just, just and, keep running. You know, <laughs> every time they see my money, they want it. Yeah, just, bount, ba- just, just bounce on that. <laughs> you need to get online and get go to Ramsey Solutions and find one of our smart vester pros so that once you've gotten okay. all of this paid off and you're working full time, you're going to invest 15% or more because now you got your money freed up. And you can start really packing okay. away on your retirement. And as you know, what are you working two more years? At least two more years. I'm going to be going to Bible school. So then, you okay. know, Paris Bible. So I just want to be able to, when I do that, well, I'm going to do it part-time. And then eventually my second year, I'll be full-time. Get, get a smart investor pro in your corner and don't do what they say. Learn from them and do what okay. you say. Nobody okay. gets to tell you what to do with your money. Not even me. And I'm good okay. at it, but not well, even me. You get to decide. You get to decide. I'm, te- I'm teaching today, and I'm giving you an opinion of what I would do if I woke up in your shoes. I'd be debt-free by the end of the day. I'd pay off that car, call the lease company, find out what it takes to pay it off, and be done with it. Call the mortgage okay. company, find out what it takes to pay it off, and be done with it. And then I would take the fact that I have no car payment and no house payment, and I would load up a bunch of mutual funds and build me up some money so when I go to Bible school, I got a little pad. Mm-hmm. And never lease a car again. Ever. Oop. Ever. And you don't need to borrow money ever again. That's right. You're now rich people. Kay is with us. Kay's in St. Louis. Hi, Kay. How are you? I am certainly blessed. That's the reason for my call. Ah, cool. What's up? Um, well, my family believes in generational wealth. And based on their amazing decisions, I have been blessed to get, get incoming over a million dollars. Wow. Oh. Wow. Yes. Sheesh. I knew these people existed, but I've never met one. Way to go. That's awesome. Who was it, mom and dad or grandparents? Grandma was 94, and she passed away peacefully and was ready to go to heaven. Wow. And it turned out she had been saving, and properties were sold. And Wow. That's I can't even hardly imagine. How can we, how can we help you? So the only debt I have is my mortgage. That's automatically going to go away. Good. Um, What's it? How much I is it? I don't want to do uh, like a hundred thousand dollars. Good. Okay. So now and we got nine hundred. Okay. Well, it's going to be more than that. That's okay. at least what it is as of now. But there's other things coming in. So in excess of a million. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I don't want to do anything big with it. I Good. can't obviously put it all in one account. It's Good. over two hundred and fifty. Good. So I guess my question is, is what do I do with this for a year until I can actually absorb this and sit down and take the time? Like um, high yield savings account. Yeah, I'd pop it in some high, I'd pop it in some high yields in some different banks. Okay. So you're not over the two fifty. Are you married? Yes. Okay. Well, you can put you can put five hundred in one bank. Right. If you got both names on it, so yeah, and the um. Yeah, if you want to do that and just let it sit there for six months and then study and read and listen and learn and think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and study and read and listen and learn and think. And get some people in your corner that have the heart of a teacher. Again, like we were mm-hmm. just telling the last caller, the Smart Vester Pros. Yeah, I'm I'm just, I'm like you, I'm blown away by this. I think it's really exciting. And I, I agree with Dave. You don't need to make any quick movements. 
You've got time to think about this. And I like what he said about listening and learning, because here's the thing. At some point, you are going to make a move with this money and you are going to get with an investment pro and you want to be able to understand what they're saying. You want to have be able to invert your say on it and say, this is what I'd like to do and have those conversations and know exactly what's going on. And until you know exactly what's going on, don't do anything. Yep. Yeah. Just take your time. And so I, I end up with my investments, Kay, uh, in real estate that I pay cash for and in mutual funds that I understand. And both of those things, you probably got a learning curve on, and then you can decide if that's right for you. But that's why that's all I do. Mine's very, very simple. And uh, and I ended up with a lot in both of those categories. This is the Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Proverbs twelve eleven. Whoever works his land will have plenty of bread. But he who follows worthless pursuits lacks sense. Benjamin Franklin said, he that waits upon a fortune is never sure of dinner. (laughs) That's good. I love it. Whoever works his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows worthless pursuits lacks sense. You know, I'm. It's one of the things that's distressing. We had this labor crisis event the other night with Mm -hmm. Mike Rowe, and he and I were talking about work ethic in America today. And the the Tic Tac people have made quiet quitting and mediocre Monday and whatever Mm -hmm. else, this chase to the bottom, this race to the bottom with no ambition and no attempt to be excellent at your work. Yeah, do as Um, little as possible. Do as little as possible. and let me just help you with that. Jesus did not write that. That was Karl Marx. This was from the scriptures. He, whoever works his land, will have plenty of bread. But he who follows worthless pursuits lacks sense. Jackie is with us in Los Angeles. Hi, Jackie. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, thank you. How are you two doing? Better than we deserve. What's up? I had a quick question. I'm in baby step three, um, and I'm a bit just a bit confused. So I know it's um, to invest 15% for retirement. That's um, four. And I'm a teacher, and they automatically take away 11% um, from our check mm-hmm. um, for retirement. So I'm kind of confused on what to – is that part of the 15 or is that separate? So technically, if you're – the money that they're taking out, that's your money from your check, right? They're not matching it in any way. They match 16% of that. So they match 16% of what you're putting in? Of the 11% they take, uh-huh. 16% of your 11%. Right. Okay, I mm-hmm. see. 2%, so 2%. whatever they're matching, that's just icing on the cake, right? So you're still going to contribute 15% of your actual personal money, and then that 2% is going to take it up to, you know, 17%, and that's just fine. That's Think of it as a cherry on top. Do you get to control what that goes into? I don't. Okay. Mm. The fact that you can't control it, I wouldn't, I would want to put more than the total of 15%. I wouldn't, I wouldn't count your 11 as the total. I'd count it like, I'd maybe count it like nine and I'd want to put another six or seven in something else where you can control the investment. Because if you can't control the investment, you can't, you can't control the outcome. That's true. Okay. 
Okay, and then um, just a quick question. Um, so I'm trying to save, obviously it's really hard over here, but I'm still trying to save for a down payment. Um, would I still, can I put like, like like 6% still and then still save on the side or should I pause saving the 6%? Yeah, pause saving the, pause saving the 6%. So in order, you would do baby step 3B first, which is saving for your down payment. That's mm-hmm. what I would do. And then go on to baby step 4 where you're able to max out that contribution. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for taking my call. You're Thank welcome. You. Thanks for calling in. Sometimes people do both at once and that's okay too. I feel you, like if you're going, this is the way my brain thinks of it. If I'm going in order and I haven't bought yet, I'd probably, I'm pr- I probably would not start investing. Yeah. But sometimes people think it's going to take a while and they're really upset about not getting their employer match yeah, or other things it. and they want to get started. It's okay if you do yeah. some investing or if you even do the whole 15 and mm-hmm. you just save up your down payment in addition to that. It's all about how quickly you want yeah. to get your house. Exactly. Exactly. So any of those qualify under mm-hmm. what we call baby step 3B, but I'm with you. My personal tendency is I'm just going to be, I'm getting her done. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I'm glad that you clarified that because there there have been some folks who have said, well, you know, you have to do this first. And it's not ne- that's not necessarily true. It's really about what you're valuing most at that time. Yeah. And how it's the it, you're, we're, we're both valuing the investing. Mm-hmm. It's just the speed of which you're going to get to either one. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And some people are like, I just got to get a house. So there put it go. on pause. Greg is in Idaho Falls, Idaho. Hi, Greg. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Better than we deserve. What's up? Good. Great. Um, so right now we are in baby step two. We have about 25,000 in debt, about 20,000 student loan. The other five is like family loan. Um, we're expecting a newborn baby. So we pause that and, and we're just saving for the baby that's going to be due here in November. Cool. So my question is right now we have, yeah, thank you. Um, right now we have a rental, a home, got a mortgage on it and we're trying to decide if we should keep it and still uh, rent it out as an airbnb or if we should sell it and use the equity that we have in it to uh pay off debt uh do the emergency fund um and then if it's okay to do home renovations on our new home like finish our basement and do a fenced in yard and then if there's still money after that i was wondering what your thoughts are on a mortgage recast um, to do a lump sum payment towards the new yeah. house to get the monthly payment down a little bit. Cause it seems like sometimes our monthly mortgage payment is like around 27%. And I know you suggest no more than 25% of your take home pay. I was just hoping to see what you guys thoughts on all, on all that. If you sell the rental, how much is it going to bring? Um, so I talked to a couple of realtors to get some, they were thinking like, a rough number, three hundred seventy thousand, and the balance I owe on it is about one hundred seventy-five thousand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How much do you owe on your current mortgage? Uh, so our primary mortgage, that one we owe two hundred and ninety-two thousand. Um, you know, I, I'm not opposed to selling this rental if you're not into, you know renting it anymore if it's causing you more stress than it is i mean you do you do have some debt to clean up and you've got a baby on the way if that's something that you feel like simplifies your life and it goes along with your life plan i feel like that's a great idea um i think you want to sell it um a little bit yeah because i think a brand new baby and an airbnb at the same time is enough to make me go crazy 
That feels crazy. <laughs> Those two things yeah. at once, and you, you, your wife is saying, "I need to some stuff fixed up around the house here," and you don't have the money to do that. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking about her and about the sure. baby instead of the Airbnb. And I think that's a good dad. How close is it to you? Yeah, is it far? Uh, no, it's it's like five miles down the road from us. So yeah, it's right here. I love the idea of you selling it and clearing out this debt and possibly having some left to, you said you could fully fund your emergency fund, pay off the debt Mm -hmm. and maybe still have some to put on your house. Yeah. Or, or, you know, dump some in a college fund, all those kinds of things. You're not going to have as much as you think you're going to have, but you're going to have some and you got rid of the hassle factor while you got a brand new baby and life is good. You're clear. You can come back and buy rentals later. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you didn't own this right now and you had 150,000 in the bank, you wouldn't go buy a rental today. Right. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. So I'm just re- yeah. reverse engineering on you here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jade's mm-hmm. exactly yeah. right. I, I agree with her. I, w- I would just clean this up and you'll get you another rental. Right. You bought this at a different time in your life, a different stage in your life. Your head was in a different space. And right now you're right. in dad and good husband mode. And you're thinking more about making sure all of the, 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 you know, the fort is secure. Uh, we've got a fence around it, all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And yeah, I like every bit of that. I would do every bit of that. Be very careful. Don't overspend. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, we want to make this money right. go as far as it'll go, but yeah, that's definitely the direction I would go personally. And then you'll get another rental later. You'll save up and pay cash as you build wealth later on down through your financial peace, baby steps process. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I love that plan. Now the business of, he said, recasting his No, I would not recast. Do not recast. Recasting a mortgage is refinancing it to lower the payment based on a new lowered balance. We don't want to lower the payment. We want to increase the payment. We want to get out of debt, not stay in (laughs) debt longer. Recasting means I'm going to stay in debt longer. No, recast. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, because that's just changing the payment. It's not changing the interest rate. It's well, it might change the, it might change the interest rate. Well, if they will recast that at the current rate, that's they'll yeah. charge they'll charge a fee for doing that usually. But I wouldn't even do that. No, thank you. No, yeah. nope. We're, the goal is to pay it off. That's right. Not to not pay it off, and that that's the whole process here. Mm-hmm. Hey, good question. That puts us hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. What's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.